Hi, thanks for listening. In 20 seconds or less, I wanted to ask if you would consider supporting the show with a one-time donation of $1 to $3. The funds go to subscription fees, equipment upkeep, and a general sense of well-being. Links in the show notes. And again, thanks for listening. Okay, on with the show. Chapter 42 Sweat dripped from Paul's face. His jaw hung slack, and he stared at a point on the ground about six feet in front of him. His arms were extended behind him, and he bent at the waist. His breathing was labored, coming in almost desperate gasps as he trudged forward. Clutched in his hands was the corner of a blue nylon tarp. Beside him, Walt, in a similar position, and breathing only slightly less heavy, clutched the other corner. They had not found much to make pleasant the arduous task of clearing away hundreds of rotting corpses. Behind Walt and Paul, Sam and Nicole heaved another of the dead onto their own tarp. Just off the side of the road, Jordan and Billy struggled to pull their blanket out from under two rotting messes of their own. They tromped up from the ditch and back onto the road, just as Paul and Walt approached. Nobody said anything as they went through the motions of loading and unloading. Two by two they moved from the bus to the ditches by the sides of the highway. As Paul and Walt approached, they waited for Sam and Nicole to finish loading a body into their tarp. Billy and Jordan stood waiting too, not speaking lost in their own thoughts of being anywhere but there. A bead of sweat dripped from Paul's brow, and he wiped his arm across his forehead. The sweat was replaced by a dark swath. From inside the bus, Ruby waited patiently. Unable to assist in any physical way, she helped in the only way she knew how. The words to an old hymn sounded from inside the bus as Ruby sang. As Nicole and Sam approached, Nicole took a long look at Paul. Seeing the dark swath across his head, she lowered her corner of the tarp and pulled out a rag from her back pocket. She handed it to Paul, motioning across her own head. Walt caught his breath as Paul wiped the filth and the fall away. Paul finished and went to hand the rag back to Nicole. Nicole smiled. Keep it, she said. Paul snorted. Yeah, right, he said. Walt closed his eyes and smiled up at the sky as Ruby sang. She sure does have a pretty voice, he said. Paul looked around. Yeah, but do you think she should be singing quite so loud? What if more of the dead hear her, he said. Nicole adjusted her rifle on her back. I think we'll be okay. If there were any more dead around here, they would have come when they heard us shooting these down, she said. Walt looked to the ditch by the side of the road. Besides, it seems appropriate somehow, her singing hymns like that. What we're dumping into the gullies used to be people, you know? People who will never get a proper burial, man. Never got any righteous words read over them. They didn't choose this any more than we did, he said. All eyes turned to Walt, and a solemn acknowledgement was exchanged between them. They rested a moment more, listening to Ruby sing, 
before resuming their gruesome work. Three hours later, the bulk of the dead had been cleared away from the bus. Ruby had stopped singing and was resting quietly inside and trying to breathe through her mouth. In place of her singing, a metal grinding noise began to emanate from the bus. Nicole, Sam, Walt, and Paul stood back and watched it. Billy and Jordan approached from the gully. They both hung their heads and dragged their blanket behind them. Fatigue overwhelmed them, and they moved towards the bus on autopilot, not sensing that the others had stopped and were staring at the bus. Paul reached out for his daughter and stopped her. Billy kept walking, but when the blanket went taut, he stopped and turned to look at Jordan. When he saw Paul with his hands on her shoulders, he stopped too. Now more aware, he turned to look at what had caught the other's attention. I think she's going to drop, Nicole said. Walt trotted over to the front of the bus and called to Ruby. Hey, Mama, you better hold on to something, I think. Walt's words were cut short as the bus's creaking reached a crescendo. Though in no real danger, Walt jumped back just as the bus righted itself from its shallow incline. From inside, Ruby let out a squeal as the bus's passenger side wheels struck the ground. The bus bounced and rocked back and forth for several seconds, as inside Ruby hooted and hollered. Everyone watched in anxious anticipation as the bus settled itself and once again sat motionless across the road. Walt ran to the sliding doors, pushed on them as the others rushed over. Open the doors, Mama, Walt said. There was no answer from inside. Ruby, are you okay? Nicole said. There was still no answer from Ruby, and everyone looked at each other. Walt started to climb the front of the bus and was reaching for the windshield when the sliding door opened. Walt hopped down and bounded up the steps and inside, followed by everyone else. They all looked at Ruby, expecting the worst. What they saw was Ruby slouched back in one of the seats, gasping. Mama! Walt said, as Ruby found her breath and let out another belly roll of a laugh. It's a wild ride you got here, Hippie. More fun than my harvester by a long shot, Ruby said, as another wave of laughter hit her. Ruby's joy was contagious, as, standing in a bullet-riddled bus that was fairly slathered in remains of the dead, everyone began to laugh along with her.